I'm Laurieann King. I'm a psychic medium and a portrait photographer, and as often as I can, entangled into one nurturing experience. My podcast is about sharing the ephemeral, transitory observations. These are the experiences that, when we are aware, can change our perceptions. So this is an invitation to gently hold still and experience moments through a quiet and reflective lens of visceral introspection and, so importantly, self-connection. Join me. So here we are on Turtle Rock, Lake Bernard, with Kathy Anderson, and Bear, and a bit of wind, and the water lapping up on the big rock, Canadian Shield. And mosquitoes. Oh yes, we're rugged up like it's winter. <laughs> of course, the wind's just picked up. And we just disturbed a mother dock spider watching her babies. And she's big. Well, not big in Australian terms. <laughs> or poisonous. <laughs> but she's a good... She's, she's got a, a good, good bite. She's a good two inches in diameter. She's got a good bite. And she's got a huge nest. So we weren't able to deter her. She even faked being dead. And then she didn't. So she's going to sneak up on us and interrupt the podcast. <laughs> sneak up and bite Lorianne in the bum. So what should we talk about? What about... What does this place mean to you? Well, that's, that's not a loaded question, is it? <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> For a spontaneous answer. <laughs> often, often when I'm dreaming, really important dreams, you know, the dreams you have that feel really significant. You know, when you wake up and you go, wow, that was an important dream. I should remember that. Yeah. And then 30 seconds into your coffee, you forget it. Those dreams? I'm on this property. So I could be at school on this property, or I could be in a job on this property, or... So, there's something about... And maybe it's not just this property, but there's something about this lake. Because it's... They say it was formed by a meteor. So it's got a very deep canyon in the middle of it, apparently. Unproven. And... Uh, it's fed by spring water, so there's probably aquifers all around, and aquifers are really... <laughs> there's a bear just snuggled in between. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, aquifers are... I don't know. I don't know what it is about aquifers. It's probably some sort of chemical, you know, ionization or something about them. Because Glastonbury Tour sits on a, on a big aquifer and there's something about the two aquifers that it sits on that makes it one of those places on Earth where you can just think clearly. Oh, what is? what do you mean by that? Like, sort of like, it, it's some kind of a geophysical yeah, force? Exactly. And, it, and it, it grounds you and makes you feel more clear. Yes. Wow. But those are all over the world, right? Wow. Yeah. But I didn't realize... That was here. Those locations are all over the world. Wow. Usually demarked by indigenous 
not places of worship, but indigenous, quote unquote, sacred areas. Mm. And then Christianity went and plonked their churches sort of in the same spots. Of course. But yeah, there's something about this property. This lake. Yeah, definitely. Don't let him go. I won't let him go. He's getting He's kind of tempting having a poodle by the water's edge. The neurons in his brain are firing. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, I have webbed feet and they're tingling. What do I do with them? Don't walk on the phone. <laughs> I must put these feet in the water. Test them out. And we're back with the lapping water. And we're both ignoring the pile of bear poo behind us. And <laughs> the revealing duck, that there the, are bears around. <laughs> bear kind of thinks it's kind of cool. But <laughs> the wind really picked up, so we kind of chopped it off. But we were having a good conversation while you guys were not listening. And bears commando crawling along the rock. Because <laughs> there's so many good things to smell. I'm so anyway... Talk about, you know, ephemeral. So, to me, this place is like the epitome of ephemeral. We can sit here and we can just stare in one direction and the clouds are going to change yeah. and the color of the water is going to change. The sound of the water, the wind. <sighs> this is that creating that blue mind thing, right? Being by water, how... When we're by water, it starts to change the way our brain is functioning. Because mm. every time I come up here, you know, it, after you sort of, you, you ha there's a there's a there's a there's a process. You come in, you unpack the car, get all your stuff everywhere. You get the food put away, and uh oh. <laughs> just turned into a rabbit a kangaroo <laughs> he's just realized he's by water and that he's a water dog <laughs> like that was weird that was funny <laughs> one minute he's lying oh. quietly and the next minute he's jumping around like a kangaroo oh my goodness oh. okay uh, let's pause this again <laughs> That's lake water, that'll do it to you. <laughs> Good stuff. Right. So how long have you been coming up here? Since I was seven. Well, well since I was, I was born here, right? I was born in Sundered. I didn't well, know I was that. Born in Huntsville, but I, I lived oh. here for the first two years of my life. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's also a big, a big pull. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, actually, so, isn't it? Yeah, this is where my chemical DNA, my chemical and DNA, all derived from this yeah. Canadian field. So we're looking at a pile of rocks behind us that are usually set up 
like Kathy's and Upshooks. But that'll happen another day when the dog spiders have decided to move <laughs> on because we're, we're not going to battle with them. <laughs> They're too scary. Hey, Bear. What do you think of this place? Do you like it? Why don't you go eat the dog spiders? Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, butterfly. Oh, wow. Is that a monarch? It is. It's back already? Wow. So that, that just reminds me of what we were trying to get to, was this idea of ephemeris. Mm. So tell me about ephemeral moments here. Mm. Well, more than once. Stop. Hey. <laughs> the dog has his mouth caught in his... <laughs> oh my goodness, you're a character. More than once, when you come down on the dock at like 11 o'clock at night to look at the stars, and you just sit back and you look at the stars and you start a conversation with whoever you're with. More than once, the first time you look at the clock, it's like 3 in the morning. Oh my gosh. And then you go, holy crap, where did time go? And then you go, all right, we should go to bed soon. And then you get on another topic. And then, you, and then all of a sudden you see the sun rising. Oh my goodness. We've never done that here. No, you and I haven't. No. So that's that's like a timeless. That's right. There's like a moment. little time time warp kind of yeah. time capsule kind of. I have that happen in other ways a lot, and I. It's like time is really kind of flexible and stretchable and shrinkable, and you, know, you can. It's like I, I don't. I think we we always realize we have this relationship against time instead mm -hmm. of being in harmony with time. Right. And when we're against it, we never have enough of it, or there's too much of it. Right. But when you have moments like that, when you lose track of time, like I did a sweat lodge once with my sister years and years ago. It was a really special one. I won't go into all the details because it was pretty amazing. But we crawled into the Anippi around. Probably 7.30 at night. No, it, no, it was in the afternoon because it was still daylight. I think it was around 4.30. Anyway, we came out and it was nearly midnight. Wow. And it felt like we'd been in there for about you maybe half an hour. long? Yeah, it wow. was incredible. You must have been thirsty. Hey, hey, we went through this. Anyway, it's that idea that... Yeah, the time was... Time stands still when you're up here. I find it does. Mm -hmm. I think it's us that is st in stillness. Well, for years and years and years, I wanted a little coffee deck over by the other rock over there. Oh, yeah. And when we finally got around to making it, it's it's like everybody gravitates towards that. Mm. And you can just sit on the Muskoka chairs on the coffee deck mm. under the cedar. You're shaded. You're looking out on the lake. You feel the breeze. And you just don't leave. So it's the coffee deck in the morning, and it's the cocktail deck in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> and in between, it's the cappuccino deck. The other ephemeral moments up here are when you're just crawled into bed, mm. and the loons start calling each other. Oh, yes. That's that's yeah, that's truly one of my favorite things. 
like he's like being a slide sail. He's wrapping me up in his leaves <laughs> and circling me like a roped calf. And then there's the fog in the morning. Yeah, the mist in the morning. Mm. You get up early enough. And then sound of waves at night. Yeah. Distraction, isn't he? Sure is. He's <laughs> like, I don't care about your stinking ephemeral stuff. Let me swim. <laughs> day three at Lake Bernard. The next day, next day. In into the deep into the blue mind what a gift this place is hey yeah And there's so many places like this on the planet. And each one is special to, you know, those that, that feel that connection and that bask in that connection. Mm -hmm. I remember my first trip to Sedona was literally standing in Oak Creek in Oak Creek Canyon, in the water, looking at Cathedral Rock, which mm. is the most photographed rock in the world, and for good reason. And off to the left, I, I caught uh, a native, native man standing there. Really? He wasn't there before, and then he was there. Mm. And he was just standing there watching myself and my friend and he just nodded to us mm. like as if he was saying I see you mm -hmm. and I see you see what I see and what I what I know and then we heard rumblings behind us and it was some other tourists that came down took a picture and turned around and left yeah didn't connect to it now they just had a different agenda and I think that's what it comes down to, not from a place of judgment, but just, and, and those agendas I think are, are so important to pay attention to because we can so all get caught up in an agenda. Interesting how the waves suddenly pull out, hey? Just move your phone back a little bit. <laughs> those, that's, that would be a leak from a motorboat, probably from across the lake. Wow. It took all that time to get over here. Because the boat hasn't gone by in a while. See, that's exactly what I was talking about. I'm not... Like an agenda is, is like a wave that happened way over there. 
and here we were in this moment and then this wave comes rushing in you could feel the energy of it yeah but then we then we can easily shift back to being in the now well i think that's exactly it i think people running in and taking a picture is oh look at the dragonfly hello some we need some ancestors here eat bugs please <laughs> oh look they're all flying up above us I just saw a few flying around. Awesome. It's time. <laughs> it's time to eat the bugs. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I think it's the difference between present and not being present where you are. Because these places that you can go and recharge are, are literally everywhere, you know? You don't have to go up to a beautiful waterfront or a beautiful cathedral rock. You can step out and experience it it's nature right in a puddle of water do you remember when we were in nova scotia and yeah. we walked on that muddy path to get to uh the fossil beach mm. and it was we took tons of pictures of the fossils it was beautiful because they, they gave a blue cast to the beach and then you had the turquoise not turquoise the um rust colored water of mm. a little inlet and it was when you and i were walking out and there's this great big puddle and it, it, it was slightly opaque because it was growing some sort of mold or something, but there were dead leaves in it. And the way the light was dappling on it, you and I found that to be so beautiful. I think you and I stood there for a while shooting pictures of it. Yeah. That's some of my favorite pictures because it's just, you know. It's lateral and it's ephemeral and it's... But if we were running in to take a picture of that's the Fossil right. Beach and running out, you we would have missed that beautiful puddle yeah. of muck. And, and because we, we didn't have a schedule, we weren't, you know, we weren't in any kind of an envelope or a bubble of, of time and space, realistically speaking, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, like we weren't going to be there till midnight, but we, we were relaxed so that we could come into that connection. Because you can't, if you're stressed, you can't enter that connection point. It's, it's, um, it reminds me of some people, sometimes when I'm doing a reading with somebody, and I always recommend that they take time ahead of time before we start to sort of get grounded and centered and set an intent. To set an intention, right? And sometimes people just, for whatever reason, they don't get to it. And they're exasperated from the moment go. And... I find it harder to connect with them and it takes me a bit longer to go through that connection process when really what what's actually happening is they're 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 having to sort of connect to themselves and it, it kind of wastes time time in in that hour window that we have but I also put on myself this expectation that I should be able to rise above that and but I can't it's just it's a, it's the science of it I need we need, you well, know, you're standing at yeah. your side of the door. They need, they need to open the door, right? It's interesting. So now we have a, a boat moving by slowly. So there'll be some big waves coming, coming in from there. But even just sitting here, we got a bit of a mucky bottom to the lake, and we've got some bubbles probably formed by a motorboat so nothing organic and natural but 
the sun shining through them and creating these beautiful stars on the bottom muck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's like, what do you see in front of you? What's right in front of you that you can either say, ooh, yucky bottom, wouldn't want to swim here, ooh. Or you go, oh, wow, look at the beautiful twinkly stars the bubbles are causing, creating. It's being then, a noticer, right? It's yeah. Being a noticer. And then you got, like, bears footprints in the muck from yesterday. Not a bear. The bear. <laughs> the bear. <laughs> the poodle bear. <laughs> and then you've got the light reflecting on the shadows of the rock. And so to, to me this is this idea of being a noticer is this idea of because it, it's a source of joy. Yeah. And it reciprocates. It's like it gives back to you energy. Like that whole idea of recharging So it's like using your five senses to bring you into the present moment. We're hearing the waves. Six senses, really. Right. Yeah. We're Maybe. hearing the waves. We're seeing the stars on the bottom of the lake. We're smelling the forest, that beautiful spring smell of forest. Feeling the hardness of the rock. What else? What have I missed? Taste. Well, if we... Mmm, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I have lullabom taste. <laughs> well, I think I think that the ephemeral is perceived through more of our sixth sense because it it has this capacity to trump all the other senses, and then the other senses follow. Mm, which came first, though, becoming present through your senses or becoming present and then sensing things differently? I think it's like going up an escalator and the more connected you are in the moment through your senses, the more easily you're able to perceive subtle information from your six senses to then recognize something is happening right now. And it, it may not appear to be significant until you indulge in it, until you get mm. really present with it. and. I like that word. Absolve, absolve into In, it. Indulge into yeah. it. Because that's like, that's the treat. That's the reward. The... Oh, this water is so beautiful. And it's right at your fingertips in every moment. That's the cool part. It is. You can be sitting in your living room and look out the window and just catch the way the wind is blowing the leaves and find a restoration in that moment, find a self-correction in that moment. You know, people often will ask, you know, near the end of a session, so what, what else can I do? Mm. And, you know, of course, it's not a doing, it's a being, but all you need to do is, if, if nothing else, just look out your window. Mm -hmm. If you can't walk out the door, if you can't escape to Lake Bernard or Sedona or Australia or your backyard, <laughs> you can just look out the window and find that connection again. Oh, there's the waves from the motorboat. Yeah, they're a little less frenetic than the other ones, aren't they? They went slowly. They're just on a Sunday cruise. Yeah. Sunday RTL. It just has a different vibration to it. And, I mean... 
everything is waves of energy and vibration. So it's kind of cool that you could pick up their vibe from their wake hitting mm. the shore. <laughs> yeah, it was very gentle. It was yeah. like, sorry to bother you. Yeah. Sorry if we've made waves. I'm glad you stayed and listened and maybe connected to something within yourself. Go easy.